0: What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and... Laura. And today, we're going to introduce you to the infamous third member of the Green Jacket crew, Miss Ashley. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Ashley E.
0: Ashley E. And talk about relationship green flags.
1: Yeah, we figured since we talked about some red flags last time... It's time to give some green flags. Uh, This is not a relationship podcast, but... It sure is now. It is now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, relationships are also professional or mildly professional, so it's all connected. But roll that intro. We got two gals from a college town, making memories, going through the business route. With a little experience, a whole lot of and go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere
1: they go Now it's time for my Professionals And we're back. Alright, so... We are a hot mess. We're trying to record this podcast and we still haven't got the, when are we starting? Are we starting? We're starting. You Look, know.
0: <laughs> you know what? We both work a lot of job. <laughs> a lot of job. <laughs> we both work full time and do school part time and We're do work. this podcast slim amount of part times. So yes. <laughs> here we are.
1: It's a good few hours a week. Consistently, yeah. pretty much, for the most part. Yeah. Um, definitely during our calm time of school, we need to record.
0: <laughs> I know. That's what I was trying to push for last time. But you were like, I'm taking a break from everything. And I'm like, well, okay, but.
1: <laughs> I did need that, though, before I got started in the real, you know, yep. working full-time again. I did need that break. It was very necessary, but now we will follow your lead we there. understand
0: now. We get it. We've we been through these cycles And we will not make the same mistake twice. No, sure won't.
1: Well, okay, so we're going to talk relationship green flags and um, maybe throw in a story here and there. Yes,
0: of course. Stories are the best part.
1: Yeah. So my relationship green flag and the true test of any relationship is you have to travel well together. So that means you must take a trip. Yep. A road trip. Um, a trip for, like, a week, anything like that, because you need to see your partner in a different element. You really do. And traveling also can bring out the worst in you because Mm -hmm. you get frustrated, your needs aren't being met as far as, like, you might not be able to go to the bathroom when you need to, you know, you're hungry, you know, things like that. And so seeing your partner out of the comfort of your relationship and out of the comfort of just normal everyday life is a really good test You learn a lot
0: about someone.
1: Yeah. Like, um, I knew me and Trent, my husband, would work out after I flew out to California with him. Mm -hmm. He came home for some holiday. I think it was Christmas. And I flew out back with him. It was either Christmas or during the summer. I don't know. (laughs) Total opposites, but, like, whatever. Um, And it must have been Christmas because I was so sick. And I don't really get sick in the summer.
0: Yeah, uh, like it most was people. Christmas. Yeah. It was
1: Christmas. And um I was so sick. It hit the night before we left, I think. And so we got up early morning. Like our flight was at six AM, so of course you gotta get there. The worst. Yeah. It was sometime like six or seven. So you gotta get to the Atlanta airport, which is the busiest airport in America, right? It's it's massive.
0: And it's, it's pretty often. Yeah. Most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had to get there, of course, like hours early, at least two hours, but that's pushing it.
0: Yeah, two hours. I mean, I was shocked. I flew out of like Myrtle Beach once. Oh, wow. You had to get there at least three hours early. Like it was insane for domestic flights. They just didn't anticipate it being that packed. So that's the good thing about Atlanta. They know it's going to be packed. Right. So they're like, okay. They're prepared We've for got this. Yeah. We're going to funnel you to a different area. Where I can't tell you yeah. how many times I've been funneled to a different security <laughs> thing. They're like, go this way, go this way. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, sir. I'm
1: on my way. <laughs> We're, I'm on my way. And so I was so sick and we got there super early and I was miserable. And then our flights we got a layover, I think it was in like Las Vegas, but it wasn't a layover where we got off the plane. Like we had to stay on the plane to, I guess, refuel or something for, we were there for hours. Like there was some sort of delay. And you
0: don't get off the plane?
1: Yeah, no. Oh, good Lord. This is a true
0: test of your relationship. It really
1: was. I don't know how
0: I would perform under these circumstances. No.
1: Or well, okay, so we did one layover somewhere, another layover, and in, in that first one, we did get off. The second layover, this was a two-layover trip
0: oh my gosh. to California
1: from Georgia. So the flight uh, on a direct flight is about four hours. But at the first leg of the journey, it was like an hour. We stopped somewhere, got off the plane. We were off the plane for several hours, like at least four hours of waiting in the airport. I have no idea which airport it was. Then we had a layover in Las Vegas, I think, and we stayed on the plane to either get refueled or something along those lines. It wasn't, like, bad weather or anything. And then from there, then we got to California, and we didn't get to California until midnight California time.
0: That took you all day
1: long. All day, and then some almost, like, 19 hours.
0: And this is why I promote direct flight.
1: Oh my gosh, I know, but we were broke. <laughs> I know, that's
0: the thing. It's like, sometimes you have to spend that time, but I'm telling you, I will never go back. No. And we flew direct to California. Yes,
1: and that's so much better. Yes.
0: And and <laughs> it was
1: just miserable, and I was so sick, and that pressure change, I couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe, and by the time we got to California, and we got out of the airport, I was, like, just complaining nonstop, like, rah, 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 like where where's the car where's how do we get out of here like what's going on and and normally I'm not like that but I was so sick and so over traveling literally all day we were exhausted and Trent stops me and says listen this is my first time coming into this airport I don't know where we are either give me a second I'll figure it out and I said yes sir (laughs) like okay (laughs) like it just took him being the calm in my storm of like panicking And he wasn't mean about it. He was just like he he was just very matter of fact of like, I don't know what's happening either, but like I need you to give me a chance to figure it out and so that we can get to the car quicker. And so I just kinda calmed down. I was like, All right, (laughs) sure thing. And then and that's when I knew like if he could a put up with me. B handle me <laughs> and <laughs> C still love me after that
0: <laughs> it makes you feel calm
1: and calm me down Yeah, that's how I knew I was like okay so like this is a real I think this is in yeah. it and then it was not too long after that that I told him you know if you were to propose I would say yes yep yeah. um, and then lo and behold like six months later he proposed my cat is jumping in the suitcase that we use for podcasting He's having the time
0: of his life in the suitcase right now. I think that it's funny. Your story about Trent is awesome. It's also kind of stereotypical of that one. There's a, oh my gosh, a comedy skit where this guy talks about, I'll tell my wife about a text I got. And it's something, oh my gosh, what is the skit? You oh, know yeah. It. It's
1: like, uh, Kevin is sick.
0: And yeah, or she's Kevin like, got hurt, send prayers.
1: And the wife is like, oh my God, what happened?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I got a text that said, Kevin got hurt, send prayers. Well, which hospital is he in? Right.
1: I don't know. I got a
0: text. <laughs> and he just repeats the same thing. Like, we have the same amount of information right now. Yeah. Why are you asking all these questions? I showed yeah. it to my mom and dad, and my mom and dad both laughed and said, yep, that's how it goes. That's how
1: it goes. <laughs> that's I, it that's goes. me in that relationship. Absolutely. I'm over here like, well... Who-
0: Where do I go? Who's picking us up?
1: Who's And he's yeah. like,
0: look, we're in the same position right now. Yeah. Just give me a minute. <laughs>
1: Literally, because... He wasn't, he had a cold, but it was not, it was near, not nearly as bad as mine was. Um, so he just, but he still was sick and sick, tired, like we were exhausted. I don't even know, thinking back to it, I couldn't tell you how long each stop actually was because I know we got there at midnight and I know our flight was an early mid, early flight. And it was midnight California time yeah which means it was 3 a.m. for us normally yeah. you know in Georgia so we were up almost 24 hours it was a ridiculous ridiculous I was just dead yeah <laughs> I we slept the entire next day like we just slept in but anyways so that is my test and I told Amber with her Uh, like just in general I've told Amber that like getting married and stuff like you need to travel with somebody and that's been a good test I feel like you've gotten a good feel
0: yeah or be careful because it could be the opposite it could be you travel really well together but you don't live real well together and I've had that experience too so you know what it's really just do something different
1: yeah try different things out test the boundaries of the comfort test your comfort level mm-hmm. you know um your comfort zone rather um that's where you're really going to see if you're a good fit with your partner there yeah. will be fights you will get annoyed at each other but it's how you come out of those and how you treat each other during them like if you're putting your partner down if you're um or being put down or anything like that that's red flag
0: but we're yeah. talking about
1: green flags so flags
0: <laughs> So I feel like you just have to care about that other person. You learn about them. Like, yes. Like, Trent would have learned from that experience. He should sure have learned you, something. He learned. <laughs> he learned, here's the things I need to do to make sure that Laura's okay in these situations. Here's yes. where I need to take over. And then there are times that you take over in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's really just you learn those things, and then you do them. It's all you just learn this other person. Like, I deal
1: with the customer service side. Like, if there was a problem at the ticket counter, that's me. But it's, like, it's navigating around the airport and, like, pushing people out of the way because, you know, how crazy Atlanta is. Um, That's Trent all the way. So, not that we actually push people out of the way. That sounds really rude. But, you know, he's a big dude. He's uh, six foot tall and he's real muscly and bulky. And he's um, an intimidating looking guy, even though he's the biggest teddy bear on the planet. Um, and so, it's just funny, because when he walks, people move out of his way. And yeah, I just I,
0: follow behind him. Yeah, I'd hang on to his backpack. Well, let me tell you, when I was in high school, and I had to get to class on time, I'd find a tall guy, and I'd just walk right behind him. Yeah. He wouldn't even know. He doesn't know me. You, does, it's I don't like, like,
1: getting a, uh, what's it called when you're in a race, and you get in somebody's, um, um, Ooh, behind somebody I, it's
0: kind of like in the, with trucks too on the interstate when you're behind like an 18 wheeler you get in yeah. their wind tunnel or whatever yes. but that's not what it's called what is that i don't it even know drift it's no that's drift. no
1: i just it's am something. thinking back to mario kart terms
0: <laughs> look everybody in the comments tell us what that is thank you
1: what is it that's the quiz that's your homework for this week Um, forget any kind of personal development it's what is it called when you are behind another vehicle and using their wind tunnel (laughs) yeah
0: using their wind tunnel that's what we're gonna call it yep so what is my relationship green flag yeah what is it i'm trying to think how to put this i forgot the whole reason why i said we should do green flags oh yes because (laughs) i learned a really good relationship green flag is when somebody cares about you Okay, well, yes. (laughs) Let me complete the sentence. When somebody cares about, like, the random things that you bring up, Mm -hmm. that you want to point out to them, it's not necessarily anything major. Just, oh, there's a really cool bird outside the window. Yeah. And they go, that is a really cool bird outside the window. And you're like, yeah, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) I mean, it's just a nice interaction that you have with somebody. Yeah. Just you're pointing it out.
1: I just love the simplicity of that, but it's a major thing, really. Yes. Showing interest in what the other person's interested in, even if it's tiny.
0: Or I'm taking the initiative to share with you something that I think is cool. It's like sharing a TikTok with somebody that I think is funny. Yeah. All right. If I'm sharing Instagram Reels and TikToks with you, Mm -hmm. that is a big deal. That's right.
1: (laughs) I react to every single one of them.
0: Yes. Like... The Family Feud thing, the, Mm -hmm. there is no pasta. I will (laughs) laugh at that for the rest of my life, and I will send it to people every single time. If
1: you don't know what she's referencing, (laughs) I just gotta tell it, because it's so funny. So, there's, um, you know, Family Feud with Steve Harvey as the host, and he says, what would you, uh, what is, like, a big deal, or what's an emergency at a wedding, essentially? Like, what is a big wedding Disaster. And the contestant brings in...
0: Let me just say th- what the answer they had just done was.
1: Oh, that I can't remember. So the
0: answer they had just, like, gone ding, that's correct, was there's no food at the wedding.
1: Right. Okay, that so... That had just happened. So he. the correct answer, one of the correct answers was that there is no food at the wedding would be a disaster for a wedding. And so the contestant, who has um, some sort of African accent, I think, he goes... There is no pasta, and Har- and Steve Harvey goes like, "What did we just say about there not being food at a wedding?" And the guys just sitting there smiling like they're like, the, yeah. "No, no
0: food would be a disaster." And all the other people on in his family are nodding. They're like, "Yeah," because if there's no food, that's a disaster. But also, what he but said is true. true. And they're
1: like, "Yeah, absolutely." And then, and then he, how did it, how did it come out? He said,
0: uh, "He said, how do
1: I put this?" Oh, and then he, yes, they were like, "How do we put this?" And they said. Preacher. And so what he was saying was there is no pastor, but it came out there is no pasta. And Steve Harvey lost it. And it's just his reaction to it and like the innocence with which the contestants were like so so generously like laughing at what Steve Harvey was saying, like, yeah, that would be a disaster, but what he's saying is like what we're talking about.
0: And then the fact that he be specifically saying that there's no pasta <laughs> like, like, that would just be the worst thing ever if there was no, no pasta. And no actual pasta. At the wedding.
1: No noodles.
0: Oh my god. Oh my Like, you have to have the carbs, okay? You got to. So I just think that is hilarious. And every time, and it was, yeah, all their laughter gets me. That's, yeah. It's just, it's the best thing ever. hmm And I will send that to you because it's hilarious and I want you to have a laugh. So, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But I learned that it was a green flag because I experienced it as a red flag. So, look at us being positive and negative. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, should I tell the story? Do we have enough time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. One time, I was playing disc golf with somebody who mm-hmm. so I was dating. Mm-hmm. And we were at a park. We were like next up to drive? Is it called driving? I think it is. Oh, I have no clue. I think it's called driving still, (laughs) for disc golf. We are up next to, like, throw the first frisbee. And, um, I'm looking over, and there's people behind us, and I see I mean, a whole swarm of people on unicycles. And I'm like, that is so wild. All these people are on unicycles. I have never seen a single person on a unicycle, much less, like, seven of them so I look over and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people on unicycles. And I say out loud, I'm like, oh, he's, he's right here. He'll want to see the unicycles too, yeah, obviously.
1: Of course. Like, I mean, I would want to see the unicycles.
0: I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all these people over here on unicycles. And he doesn't even look, doesn't acknowledge my existence, pretends I am like an irrelevant human being, scum of the earth, and he just looks the other direction. And then the people behind us in line... Go, oh my gosh, I have never seen something like that before. And then he turns around. No freaking way. Laura's cats are literally following her into her room. And I am shook. No way. So, but they followed me. They did. They really did. Just straight up back there.
1: But oh, She went in the room. It's just when I went to shut the door, she got out.
0: Oh my gosh, so cute. Wow, I'm the cat whisperer. They really, I saw their little tails just go across <laughs> the hallway. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the people behind us were like, oh my gosh, there, wow, there are a lot of people on unicycles. Yeah. And then he turned around mm. and I was like, are you kidding me? And I'm not gonna lie, after something like that happens, it rubs me the wrong way, and I'm like, alright, you made me mad. Yeah. So now I'm in a mood. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? And it really bothers me when people are like, well, you were in a mood. Yeah, because you bothered me. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was just ridiculous for no reason, and you ignored me. So, later...
1: And there had also been, like, other things, too, at this point that, like, bothered you... Yes, it was just a build-up. It was a
0: build-up of things where I'm like, do you even like hanging out with me? Right.
1: It wasn't just like Amber was mad that he didn't (laughs) pay attention. It was like, this is just one of the many things like this. Yes,
0: this is a pattern of behavior that you literally don't care when I'm trying to show you something. And I notice things, and sometimes I don't notice things. And if I don't notice it and you point it out to me, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm not pretending like you don't exist. Mm -hmm. So, later he's like, I think that might have been the same day that he got a really good score at disc golf, and I just didn't care. Yeah. Like, I couldn't care less, because I was miserable. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there were other things that happened, whatever. hmm So, I'm like, well, he goes, what's, like, what's the big deal? What's bothering you? Well, I literally was trying to point out an entire group of people on unicycles <laughs> And you didn't acknowledge my existence, but then when the people behind us said something, you turned around. And he said to me, not even kidding, I thought you made it up.
1: I, too, make up (laughs) a swarm of people on unicycles when I'm bored. Wow. He
0: thought I made it up. I don't know how I felt in that moment. But I was just like... Not good, I'm sure. You thought that I just casually was standing there playing (laughs) disc golf and thought, I want attention right now, so I'm going to say that there's people on unicycles. I would have immediately been proven wrong. Yeah. I struggle with lying. I can't Mm -hmm. lie. Yeah. How would I have made that up?
1: Right. Amber really can't lie. She did really good on my surprise party, but technically she never really lied. No. She purposefully like, just avoided subjects.
0: Yes. Yep. I'm not good at it. I'm really not. If you ask me a direct question, you'll get the answer.
1: Although, you did do one lie, and it makes me laugh thinking about it because it was (laughs) kind of silly. It was the the cookie cake when you were like, you can take it. She had gotten a heart-shaped cake for uh, her boyfriend's family get-together or something. Yeah. And she told me, and I had been talking about getting a cookie cake, like a slice, from the same place since Mm -hmm. we were out and about, and we were picking that up for her because I didn't know the party was that night and she knew that we had a big cookie cake coming. A
0: huge cookie cake. I'm talking like the size of her island in her kitchen.
1: It was a masterpiece. But so she was trying to make sure that I didn't get a cookie cake for myself because she knew I would eat a lot of cookie cake later. And so she, like a lot. So she was um, saying, you know, you don't have to buy your own slice. You can like get a slice out of here, and get it in this part of the box so it doesn't show that you ate a part of it. Yes, <laughs> like
0: because it you said, I don't want to eat a part of it. They're going to be like, who ate a piece of <laughs> cookie cake? I said, well, this part they wouldn't see, so it's fine.
1: And it just was so funny because that's the extent of Amber's lying. Yep. That's it right there. Like, you got going to have a slice of this cookie cake here in the corner,
0: maybe. And then I said, like, when we get to your house, obviously, because we'll want to wait until we're home to eat the cookie and cake. And I was like,
1: yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Because I want to be in the comfort of my home I, just, I eat
0: it. I just try to make it make sense. But yeah. it
1: doesn't make sense.
0: And why would I ever? <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, out of all the things this man could have said. Oh, right. That's not what I thought he was going to say. No. That I was making it up. That's so wild. It just, it's still to this day, I just don't understand how I put up with it for so long. But anyway, nowadays, I look for a person who, when I say, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of people on unicycles, they turn around and go, oh my gosh, yeah, that's crazy, I've never seen that many people on unicycles. That is a nice interaction. (laughs) Okay? Just share the moment with me. It's not yeah, that much to ask. Really.
1: And if you were making it up, what's the worst that was going to happen? He'd be like, oh, you got me. <laughs>
0: like, I'm <laughs> at, in front of everybody, I'm just pretending like there's unicycles there. I'm right. hallucinating. I'm crazy. Yep. I don't know. But, yeah. and then I said, but you turn," and he goes, well, then I heard the other people say. And he was like, but we were up next. We had to, like, get ready. I said, for what? Everybody was looking at the unicycles. It was a cool thing to look at. Right. Just take a minute. Doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Nope. Anyway, so that's a red flag. But green flag is when they share those moments with you.
1: Yes, that's very sweet.
0: Huge green flag. Huge green flag. Okay. And also try to figure out they're faking it because I feel like the more we talk about green flags,
1: yeah, are people going to start faking it? They already do. We're uh, not. We're not giving right. anybody good ideas. They've already had them. You're right. Like the Tinder swindler. Have you heard of him? No. Yeah, he like was the green flag for all these rich women on on Tinder. And um, he like would date women for their money, and just cont- and then use that money to spend on other women on the date on the dating app to make them think he's rich to then get to live this extravagant lifestyle to get more money. Wow! To then spend on the next woman. So that's what he did, and he's writing a book right now, and like he's going to make millions. And it's really frustrating, even though he's in jail i I think he's in prison or he got out on like um uh, after serving a short sentence or something i forget exactly the details but he's writing a book and he's gonna make money off of it don't buy that book no don't do do it they made a net i think it's netflix made the uh the tinder swindler is a series about him so check it out not sponsored
0: i'm currently (laughs) watching ozark Okay. The new season. Yeah, I have not watched any of it. You're caught up, though.
1: No, I haven't seen any... You haven't seen anything? I don't know anything about Ozark. (gasps) It's
0: Kim and Ryan who watch Ozark. Yeah. That's right. I tried to get them to watch it with me, but they did not, because they have a specific vibe they want the mood to be in when they watch Ozark. So when I was there there this past weekend in Minnesota, they're like, nope, this is not the vibe. Yeah. And I totally get it. And so, yeah, we're gonna... I'm gonna try to watch it this weekend with somebody who also watches Ozon. Hello. Do you wanna tell the world? Oh Hi, Ivy Ivy. got she got shy. She got quiet when that microphone got in front I of know, her face. She
1: had so much to say until until the time came. She was just
0: staring me down. Yeah. What in the world? What are you
1: feeling right now? Oh my goodness.
0: She, she not purring tonight. She's not purring tonight. She is not purring tonight. Look. I'm going to edit this like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were really doing some stuff. Look. You're cute.
1: But, um, but yes,
0: look. Those yeah. people, they're just going to be crazy the way that they are. Yep. And it's fine. hmm But just, you have to, I guess, it's interesting. Like, how do you know if someone's faking it? I feel like you know. Yeah. After a little bit, you'll kind of see signs. Because there's no way that somebody can keep up an act all the time. So if you start hanging out with them more, but I feel like if you hang out with them a lot more and spend more time, or you'll know if someone's wrong for you once you spend a lot of time with them, Mm -hmm. it reveals itself eventually. Yeah. So just don't get married after two weeks or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I know people who dated a month, got married, and have been together for like 10 plus years. You know, it does happen. But at the same time, so does the opposite. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to marry somebody after two weeks, just know what you could be signing up for. The tender swindler.
0: Yes. Protect yourself. Guard your heart. Yes. Have a prenup. And then you're (laughs) good. So, you're
1: pro-prenup?
0: If you're getting married after two weeks.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: Maybe just in case. Sure. Yeah. I don't know that I'm pro-prenup. Are you pro-prenup?
1: I am... Yes, but not because I'm protective of my assets. I'm more protective of his. I think when you have, when you're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars, prenup is important. But if you're talking average, Joe Schmo, me and Trent, I don't think it's necessarily
0: Or if you have assets that are really important to your family or something. Yes. Like a family home mm -hmm. or something like that, you might want to put that in the prenup. But mm-hmm. it's just so sad because it is, you're going into this relationship with maybe it might not work out, but then there's so many times it doesn't, mm-hmm. and then you end up getting, yeah, and just, i just. Uh, I mean,
1: like, to be honest, if I was rich and my husband came and asked for a prenup, or if he was rich and asked for a prenup, I would be hurt, personally. <sighs> my dog Sadie feels really strongly about this subject, too. Um, but yeah. I would feel hurt because it it does feel like that as far as, you don't trust me or you already expect us to fail. But then the logical side of my brain says, no, it's just to have protections in place, just like you would get insurance on your vehicle, just like you would get life insurance. You don't want that to happen. But in the event it does, you're protected. Your partner is protected. Your assets are protected. And if you have children or anything like that, you know, they're taken care of. So I just think it's just like insurance and You just can't think of it like a... A
0: A personal attack. It's like, you obviously, you have to want to believe this other person is not going to screw you over.
1: Yeah.
0: But what if they're that crazy person that will screw you over? Yeah. And you don't know for 100% certainty. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. Especially with family assets that have Mm -hmm. been in the, I don't know, that kind of stuff gets me.
1: Yeah. So... Anywho, that's our two cents on yeah, um, prenups that we've never had to deal with before. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> this had nothing to do with our episode, but I'm glad we talked about it.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's get into the meat of our episode. After my dog stops screaming,
0: is the door closed? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here's the thing about Ashley and her interview. I did not read off the questions exactly. So if it's slightly different than previous episodes you've heard, it's because she did not fill out the Google form. Um, Basically, I was working out of a location for my job. That's where she lives. Yeah. And she lives, like, between an hour and an hour and a half away, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah. So I was there casually, and we met up for dinner at a Mexican restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. And it hit the point where I said, are you going to ever fill out that form? And she said, you didn't send it to me. And I was like, oh, well, why don't we just do the interview right now? Yep. So, do you guys want to learn about Ashley?
1: And we're going to differentiate Ashley E. because there's Ashley M. uh, Who did a Google form as well, who's another friend of mine. Um... And so Ashley E is our mutual friend who we love to death. She's part of our little trio, the Green Jacket Crew. We've mentioned her before. She's the one with the puns. Yes, she's got gorgeous red hair. She's one of the funniest people you'll ever talk to, um, and one of the most caring. And like when you, she gives a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, to everybody. Which can we to. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> offense Ashley
1: red flag uh, which can lead to burnout for her sometimes I feel like that's her biggest
0: personal flaw it's yes. just that
1: she cares so much which is not the worst thing no. all, at all.
0: but I told her it was a red flag
1: That is so because funny. this is the
0: kind of friendship that the three of us have Yeah, she's telling me stuff and I'm like yeah that's um, like a red flag she goes what do you mean and I was like, on your part and she's like oh, what, what? Uh, on me said, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Red flag.
1: Red flag.
0: So we're going to talk about how we met. She said we can talk about how we met. Okay. So do you remember the first time that you met Ashley?
1: I vaguely do. So I know it was at
0: like a tennis practice
1: or something.
0: Um that's what she said. But she said the same thing. She was like I think it was at tennis, but also we just kind of became best friends. I don't really know when it happened. When it started. I
1: remember like getting to know her but i don't remember the details of that and like wanting to get to know her
0: isn't that weird
1: mhm but we just kind of sucked her into our friendship.
0: yes like i don't really i was trying to think about it too when did that happen yeah. and i do remember on move in weekend i was working in the dorm she moved into mm. and she had left her keys in her dorm door
1: that's right. And so I
0: knocked on the door, and I was just like, oh, hey, like, welcome in. Um, Just wanted to let you guys know you left your keys in the door. Yeah. And she grabbed the keys, and she went, oh, thank you, and then just shut the door.
1: That is so funny, because I vividly remember you coming back to where I was and being like, this girl just left her keys. That is so funny. I don't think I realized that was her.
0: Her social anxiety. Oh, thanks. Okay. And just shut the door as fast as possible. Took the keys out and just shut the door as fast as possible. And I'm like... Okay. That's
1: so funny.
0: That was a great interaction. Yeah. (laughs) And then... I don't know what happened after that, because I think it must have been at tennis, too. We yeah. realized, oh, she's also in tennis. I knew. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Laura, that's the girl who sent the door in my face. Mm-hmm. And then, eventually, she had made a comment about something about having cereal in her room. Yeah. And she lived down the hall from me. Mm-hmm. And you lived in another building at the time. Mm-hmm. And... I went, I think one night, I don't know what came over me. You know those moments where like, I don't really know what came over me. I don't really know why I did what I did.
1: Yeah.
0: I went down to her room, and I knocked on the door, and I said, do you have any more Frosted Flakes? (laughs) (laughs) And She said, yeah.
1: That is so funny. And we sat
0: and ate Frosted Flakes and bananas. Love that. And then it just grew from there.
1: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. You have a good knack for picking up people
0: like that. I know, we didn't know, but we adopted her to be our little sister.
1: We did. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, at Wesleyan, there's no sororities. There's only, like, sisterhood, which is by your class. So, you know, like, your junior year, you get a little, which is a freshman. Um, I have a little named Elizabeth, and she is fantastic and super, just, um, gorgeous and fabulous and a singer that It's very operatic, and she's doing great things. Um, And then I also, Amber's little is also um, uh, a really awesome person. She left Wesleyan after a while, though, after the first year. Um, Do y'all still stay in touch?
0: Was it after the first year? I think it was after the first semester. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't think it lasted very long. But no, she was, yeah, she was really great. She just wanted a different college experience and a different Mm -hmm. program, I think to Mm -hmm. pursue so she ended up going somewhere else we're still friends on social media yeah but not necessarily super close so then I adopted Ashley Mm -hmm.
1: and then I adopted Ashley too because at that point it was like well we're already like sisters and I was an adopted I was adopted out as a a little as well because my big uh, originally um, is a woman named Melissa who is also fantastic she's a teacher support our teachers, Um, and then I was adopted as well by our friend, Rebecca, um, who was like, can you be my little, and I was like, I already have a big, but if you're okay with that, like, (laughs) just know that I, I have another big, you know,
0: yeah. and so, yeah. Spread the love.
1: Spreading that
0: love. Spread the love. I think it's great. Let's see. Oh, so college. I have a question for you, Laura. Yeah. Because... I couldn't remember, so I'm going to tell you the Ashley, yes, went to college, mm-hmm. but she did a lot in college, mm-hmm. so she has three majors and two minors. Do you remember what they are?
1: Okay, um, one minor is sports management, or no, that's a major, right?
0: That's a major.
1: Uh, accounting. Yep, um, that's two out
0: of three for the majors.
1: Uh, I think... Business.
0: Yes, three for three for the majors, and, and now which two minors?
1: Minors is one economics.
0: Ding 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 ding.
1: And then the other one, I want to say, is finance. Yes.
0: I'm, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did better than me last night at dinner.
1: That because so
0: funny. I was like, "What the heck did you major in? Three majors? I'm sorry, you I had forgot two about minors? that. I forgot. That's insane. She did the most, and then I had a note to talk about. The time that we drove to Statesboro, Georgia, and I got a speeding ticket while Ashley was figuring out what to do with her life. Yeah. So remember before when we talked about you have to pay attention to what classes overlap mm-hmm. to see if you can get multiple majors and minors? Yeah. That's what Ashley was doing. She was in the passenger seat, she was going through and highlighting things that were the same mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And Laura was asleep in the back seat. Yep. And I was going 90 miles Ask per hour. <laughs> A 90? As per
1: usual as well. Yes.
0: <laughs> not anymore because I think about it now. I'm like, I cannot afford a speeding ticket. No. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. But I was going 90 miles. I did not realize I was going 90 miles per hour. The car in front of me slammed on their brakes because there was a cop. Mm-hmm. Does not register. And I don't know why the cop didn't pull that car over too because I'm sure they were going faster than me. They were way far in front of me. Right. Okay. And I mean way far had been way far. Not like they were far in front of me and I just hadn't caught up yet. Yep. It was they were going fast too. Mm-hmm. Cop doesn't pull that car over. They pull me over. Mm. And then Laura wakes up to just cop lights in the background. <laughs> I was like, Me well, talking to the police officer. Didn't
1: realize we were getting arrested today, but here we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they always ask, where are you going? Yeah. Like, why?
1: Why do you need to know? Mind your business. I'm speeding.
0: <laughs> we all know that I'm speeding. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Are you going to help me out right now so my parents don't kill me for raising their insurance rates, or are you not?
1: I remember that conversation. Yes. Where you were like, I just don't want my parents to get in trouble for this. Yes. To be penalized for this.
0: I will pay the speeding ticket. Do not send it to insurance. Yeah. If it's a super speeder, it gets sent to insurance. If they write it down, it does not get sent to insurance. Yeah. And I knew this because I had a speeding ticket before when Laura was in the car. So you know what I'm realizing? Yeah. Mm
1: Mm-hmm hmm I am just so charming that I get you out of bad speeding tickets. You
0: just get me into speeding tickets. <laughs> You're my bad luck charm.
1: Never mind the several years of friendship that proves otherwise, <laughs> but it's fine. The speeding tickets overrule.
0: But in that car ride, Ashley figured out what she was going to do. She figured yeah. out she was going to have three majors and two minors. And we went with it. So, you know what? That, what, $150, $200 was worth it to pay for this speeding ticket. And you know
1: what? The reason I was able to pick out what she majored and minored in is because I knew her path was similar to mine because I was a business major, like she had business. I had economics and finance minors like she did. Yeah. So, that's kind of how I was able to remember all of that. So, you
0: know the, the overlapping. Yeah. And absolutely. all of that.
1: It was oh just gosh. so easy to get, if you have a business major, at least at Wesleyan, get finance and economics. It's not that many more courses, and it looks so much better on your resume. You look so much more well-versed, and you might actually learn
0: something to be well-versed. So, yeah.
1: Unless you're like me and just data dumped.
0: No. Anything in finance is top-notch, especially right now. Yeah. And people want to know that. Like, in a business, they want to know that you understand the math. Yeah which is unfortunate oh. for people like me. Oh, no. <laughs> but I'm getting that MBA, right? That's and I'll right. have proof. Um, so her career path mm-hmm. is that she graduated. She, when she was in college, worked at an accounting firm mm-hmm. as an intern. Yeah. And then got hired on at that accounting firm to be an accountant. Yes. But then she realized mm-hmm. that tax season... Is the plague. Yeah. And it's it's horrible.
1: It really is. She, We never saw her during tax season. Just know that you're not going to see her.
0: Don't see her. Don't hear from her. Yeah. And she's super stressed and freaking out. Like, it's just not a good Like, the
1: fact that she was able to make it to my surprise party, and not only make it, but, like, participate in helping out set up and stuff, blew my mind. Like, I would never, like... I just knew she was so busy. And that's not a statement on her as a friend. No. That's just how bad tax season is, especially for a small accounting firm.
0: And some people are okay with it. Like, I think yeah. I think she told me one of her coworkers, his family just knows they're not going to see him for however long tax season is. It's a few months.
1: So yeah. it's not like a year, but, you know, it's still a significant amount of time.
0: And so some people like that. They like having the super busy period and then kind of just chilling out and mm-hmm. having more time off because I think they're more relaxed. I know somebody who worked for a firm and they had half days on Fridays when it wasn't tax season. So there's mm-hmm. those benefits. Yeah. Um, but, again, always goes back to best fit. Yeah. You have to think about best fit. That's what you got to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so now she worked at that place. She realized tax season was not so fun. Mm-hmm. And now she says that she's an auditor, so she doesn't have a tax season. She's still an accountant, Mm -hmm. but an auditor is different. It's kind of just year-long salary kind of position. Yeah. And the location of this job is top secret.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong.
0: (laughs) She said, it is top secret. Mm -hmm. We asked Ashley what her career advice would be for people. Mm -hmm. She said, if you graduated... And you know anything about insurance. That's where the money is and you should go for it. (laughs) And so I said, why didn't you go for insurance? Right, right. And she said, the grass is greener. Mm. But not always. But Mm. it is greener with insurance. But she doesn't care about her brown grass. It's pretty good. (laughs) Maybe I said that. Who knows at this point?
1: I love her so much, but...
0: Who knows? It's pretty good. And then, she didn't want to give advice on how to get her job, basically. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't want anyone coming for it. (laughs) (laughs) Because she likes her job, and she doesn't want anybody coming for her job. That's
1: right. I'm so glad. It seems like this team is really good for her. Yes!
0: Mm -hmm. And so her next career advice is don't give away top secrets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is so insightful.
0: And then she wanted us to tell the story about how when we all got together for her and Amani's birthday. Mm. How she won the card, which I think you might have gone to bed because your back was hurting.
1: Mm-hmm. Lara! I'm not surprised, yeah.
0: You know how, so we played a game, a card game before, and Ashley got the card. Someone who could do a whole lot better. Oh,
1: I was there for that, That part. Yes, this is
0: a different one. Oh, darn it. So she got that card in the past.
1: So it's where you're you're voting on who deserves the card with a certain statement yes. on it. So the card was a person who could do a whole lot better, and everybody voted for Ashley. It was unanimous. Because it was so funny to vote for her, and like she was so struggling with everything, so it was like, she could do a whole lot better.
0: And she says now that that changed her life. Aww, she I, was like, I literally thought I can do a whole lot better. Oh, and God I started bless. to.
1: God bless.
0: But on her birthday weekend, she got this card someone you could learn the least from. Dang. And so she said, and here's why because I'm not giving away my top secrets. <laughs> <laughs> See what I
1: mean? She's just so
0: funny. She's on fire. So the mission and vision, right? Yes. I'm explaining it to her, and she goes, I don't understand mission and vision. I said, oh, so you haven't listened to our, oh. to our recent podcast episodes? Oh, wow. Mm. No, she has not. Interesting. She has not. But her mission is to make people laugh and smile every day. She does. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. And then her vision. Now, here's the thing. When I was explaining to her what a mission and vision was, I was telling her what my mission and vision was. Mm. And originally... I had in my mission and vision that empathy would be a knee-jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. But then Laura and I talked about it, and she was like, that sounds a little harsh. And I was like, I agree. Mm -hmm. So we changed it to initial reaction. Yeah. But when I was explaining it to Ashley, I said Mm knee-jerk. So her vision is that one day it will be a knee-jerk reaction (laughs) for everyone to tell a joke. And the key is, if they don't laugh with you, they laugh at you, and it works just the same.
1: (laughs) That's brilliant.
0: There we
1: go. That's Ashley summed up. That really is.
0: Yeah, it does not matter. They're either laughing with you or they're laughing at you, and who cares? You got your point across.
1: Yeah. That's fantastic. That's actually really insightful. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I love her.
0: And then you need to tell the story about the Big Mac meal. Ah, yes. The Big Mac meal. So do it.
1: We were on our way back from someplace. We got off the interstate. Yeah. Pulls up into the McDonald's near Westland. Went inside. We all order.
0: There are maybe what? How many other people in the restaurant? Four. Maybe. Yep.
1: Maybe. <laughs> this was obviously pre-COVID. Um, yeah. And we were standing off to the side, you know, waiting for our orders.
0: And And we didn't know what each person had ordered.
1: Yeah, no idea what, you know, so they call out number 11, kind of, you know, say it out loud, number 11, and I go, oh, that's me, you know, number 14, and then Amber's like, oh, yep, that's me. And then all of a sudden the woman (laughs) yells, we got a Big Mac meal.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's like, number 15, a Big Mac meal. (laughs)
1: Like just like she had feelings about this Big Mac meal. Like she wanted everybody to know that a Big Mac meal was ordered today. And Ashley was so embarrassed and went and picked it up and was just like, oh my god She snatched
0: that bag so fast (laughs) off the counter. She snatched it so fast. She was like, we got to get out of here.
1: She couldn't handle it. It was so bad. Like, I never will understand. Like, she had been so calm calling out every other order. Number 11,
0: 14... A Big Mac meal. A Big Mac meal so, over the intercom. <laughs> she like,
1: really did because we were, <laughs> and we were standing right there. We were the only three people <laughs> waiting for food at this point, and so obviously the first two people get theirs, and so obviously the last one's going to be the third person sitting there waiting for it, and she calls, <laughs> yells it for the whole restaurant into the intercom. And we will never know
0: why. No, we don't know why. Maybe that will drive me
1: crazy until I die. Is
0: it McDonald's protocol that you announce a Big Mac meal? I don't know. But all I know is, I said, "Did you guys want to eat here?" And Ashley went absolutely not. Get in the car.
1: (laughs) So to this day, she says, "I think she said I've never been back to that McDonald's."
0: Yes, she won't go back to that McDonald's. But I did find a receipt in her car once when she was getting a car wash. Mm-hmm. And she had gotten another Big Mac meal. Another
1: Big Mac meal. I just love that. So to this day, we say we just say that sometimes. I don't know what's, what what um, I don't know inspires it, like but. social
0: anxiety or just anything along those lines. And it's just yeah. Oh, what are you getting over there? A Big Mac meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's on college. Yep. Nice. Oh my gosh. We have another story about Ashley. Okay. Okay. This one was super interesting. It's another service story. So the Waffle House by Wesleyan is near the McDonald's. So maybe some of this energy, like, just transfers, transfers. over mm-hmm. the to walls. the Waffle House. And one time I called Laura and Ashley when I was on my way home. No, I was on my well, on my way home. I was on my way back to college after being home for the weekend. Yeah. And I called them.
1: And you live like, an hour and a half away at that point.
0: Yes. Yes, I was about an hour and a half away, and I called them, and they said, yeah, we're going to go to Waffle House. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'll call you guys when I get close, Mm -hmm. and if you're still there, I'll come by. Yeah. Why not? And I give them a call, and I'm like, so you guys at Waffle House? They go, yeah, like, we just got here. I'm about 30 minutes away. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'm 30 minutes out. Like, I'll just stop by. Don't leave. Because I'm thinking Waffle House is super quick. Yeah, of course. They're so fast. And I pull into the Waffle House parking lot. I walk inside. And Laura and Ashley are sitting there, the only people in the restaurant. And there's no food on their table. So I'm thinking, I sit down, I go, y'all already ate? Mm Mm-hmm. But what happened?
1: Nobody came and talked to us at all. And we, like, tried to weigh them down. We're like, excuse me. And they would just walk away. That's so wild. And I don't remember all the details of it, but it was just us. And they just didn't want to work. They no. just didn't want to make us a Big Mac meal, no. as it were, you know. So it was just real um, weird. I have this uh, effect on retail people <sighs> and service industry people where my money just doesn't seem as good as other people's. I don't for some know reason.
0: why. And they were just hanging out at the bar they yeah, we were just chilling they were just they were hanging out at the bar like, at the area. bar not
1: even a table like at the bar where they yeah. had to walk by us to do any anyway and so take. now
0: at this point i've walked in sat down yeah and still nobody's coming over so it's not even like they could say oh we just didn't notice people were in the restaurant yeah i mean it's obvious we're here and so after a little bit i go well then we're just going to leave was that the night that we went to the mcdonald's wait a second was this the same night? Because then we had to go get food.
1: No, this was a different... Because I, I remember distinctly we chose to go to McDonald's for that.
0: Oh, shoot. Okay. I remember I these were two different... Yeah. Oh, well, that's really unfortunate for Macon, Georgia. So, sorry. Because that sorry. was also
1: in the evening, was the Waffle House incident. The McDonald's was pretty early in the afternoon. Like, 4 really? o'clock. I
0: felt o'clock. like that was late at night. Mm-mm. Oh, geez. Well, yes. So, we got up and walked out of the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. And then got in cars and the workers were looking out the window at us leaving the restaurant with their hands up being like what really and they looked so like shocked were we supposed to stay for you to never come over there i'm so confused 30 minutes yeah
1: for, for 30 minutes we sat there with nothing and we just were looking at each other like well um, what do you want to do? And then we wanted to stay because we knew you were on the way. So it was like, yeah. we'll just wait till Amber gets here and if nobody comes and talks to us, we'll just, you know, I guess leave. <laughs> like-
0: I told this story to one of our other friends, Amani. Mm-hmm. And as I'm telling the story, she goes, and I know it was Laura and Ashley sitting at that table because they sat there for 30 <laughs> minutes and nobody came up and spoke to them. <laughs> and they just sat there <laughs> until you got there. And said, we're leaving.
1: (laughs) I know, because we don't do confrontation. We don't like to upset or offend people. So, and apparently we did offend them. So, look at
0: that. Yeah, you did offend them. For what? Like, we were there the whole time. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: I don't understand. It was wild. And that Waffle House has never been like that. They're always fast. Always on top of it. Yeah. I don't know... Because they want to make money, and the money they're making off of people is at 2 a.m. at college, Mm -hmm. like college students. Mm -hmm. So, man, who knows, but that's our friend Ashley. You got any other gems about our friend Ashley before we head out?
1: Not that I can think of, just that, you know, like I said, she's one of the most caring people, and we're really lucky to have her in our lives, and um, we're really proud of her, and just happy that she's doing so well. We
0: are happy that she's doing so well, and she does love her job, and she thinks that it's great. Yeah. And she does believe it's all about fit, Mm -hmm. and you have to fit in the right environment, and she loves where she's at um, as an auditor at an undisclosed location because don't come for her job. Nope. (laughs) And apparently go work in insurance, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe she was trying to make a joke about everybody that worked at GEICO.
1: That, yeah, that's true. This
0: really came full circle.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of people in Macon work at Geico, because mm-hmm. that's a big business there.
1: Yeah.
0: And we knew a lot of people at Wesleyan who worked for Geico, so. Mm-hmm. Look well, at her. Her joke is still ringing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> still ringing that bell. It's still ringing.
0: Well, what do you want to do to close out today, Laura?
1: Well, I don't really have much to say. I think we told a lot of really good stories, so I feel like we should just close it. Do you want to read our normal script?
0: Yes. You read the script, Lara.
1: Ooh, that's a
0: lot of pressure. You close this out. We got all kinds of stuff. And we need to start making TikToks. I need to get on that. because I got a
1: new ring light.
0: Ooh. Do we want to make one? The ring light. Because her cat's knocked over the last one. Destroyed
1: it? Destroyed it. Well, All right. You can email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. You can follow our subreddit at rmildlyprofessional. Follow us on TikTok at mildlyprofessionalpod. And like us on Facebook at Mildly Professional Podcast.
0: Or just search on Google, Mildly Professional. And guess what? We're one of the top-ranked options. I know. We're only
1: competing against a gaming company. So I feel like our, we're pretty good in our, um, in our lane. In our so, area. Yeah. We,
0: you'll know that it's us. Yeah. So come find us, guys. All
1: right. Well, you guys have a great day, evening, morning, whatever it is for you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.